okay, okay. Let's drop. Start us up. Let's drop. Start us up. Let's drop. Okay, for sure. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome to Focus Up Friday. Um, but today's a little different, man. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce my man next to me, Dom Rand in the building. Um, it's an honor. I'm gonna let him go ahead and introduce his side of it. But just today, I'm bringing back Focus Up Friday, the collab version, first edition. Cool. And um, it's it's been a pleasure. I've taken a break, but I'm back, and I'm excited to. Be on the podcast with my boy Don today, and um, for all my listeners out there, stay subscribed and stay listening, and um, here's Don, go ahead, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Don Moran, I'm here with the wonderful Deontay Nicholas, <laughs> it is boy. a pleasure, we've been talking <laughs> about boy. this mashup collab, and for my fans, my listeners out there, uh, I'm not here with Travis, he was unable to make it, but we're here with Technically Foul, episode 19, uh, the collab edition with Focused Up Friday. We've been yes. talking about this for a long time. And it almost got deterred today because I almost had to go to a meeting. You were saying that, It almost yeah. hit me today, but the, the weather conditions have been uh, choppy as of late, unsustainable. So <laughs> so that got canceled, and I hit up Don again. I said, like, we're back. We're ready. 7.30. It's 7.30 right now. It's so 7.30 right now, so we're, we're ahead of schedule. Dot, and man. I'm in love with it. So um, I'm pumped, man, because I'll tell you what. I, I haven't done this, I haven't done my podcast in over two months, like mm. I was saying, and the last time I even did it, I was in Baltimore with my friend Nick Grews, wow. so we had our own little thing, and <laughs> you know, we talked college football, basketball, win all of it, but today we're going to kind of change it up, of course, we will talk our sports yeah, as most usual, definitely have to. that is what we do, but uh, you know, Focus Up Friday, talks about the mind, and just trying to get your mind right, positivity, and oh yeah, positive to... vibrations, and um, just really talking about how to get a little bit better. I've never promised people on my podcast that I will change your life. I will make your life 100% better. I've literally said I will make you a little bit better than you were yesterday. Just listen to the words and the conversations that we have here. If you really take time to listen to this podcast and scribble down some notes as you're going along, you can get 1% better. I would never come on the podcast and I would never bring somebody on who would not add value to your life? If you're listening to this right now, there's being there's value being added to you. And I'm I'm just grateful to be here. I'm grateful to know the things I know and know the people I know to come in and to your mind and own some real estate in your mind and kind of just talk to you about some things that I know. And I'm very, very confident that I can help you out in your day-to-day life. Cause this isn't these aren't things that you can just throw up one day and like, oh, boom, now my life's changed. No, I'm talking little yep. things that can help you accomplish the things that you want in your life daily daily routines rituals anything that can get you right because everyone's been in those dark places oh yeah you know myself included you know a couple times but Mm -hmm. you know you meet some people and uh they kind of steer you the right way and honestly man of all the athletes i've been with i've been i've been with tons of athletes Mm -hmm. you're one of the most inspirational empowering athletes i've ever been with so once first of all thank you for inviting me to your home and (laughs) and get me on your show and thank you for coming on my show (laughs) it's hard to i feel it's funny because on my show you're my guest yeah and i am technically your guest (laughs) yeah right we'll we'll switch off we'll switch off we're just gonna hit the the focus on friday for uh for sure for sure just 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 um Get the flow going, you know, keep it a little, just, we're going to keep it real the whole time, obviously, but we're just going to flow in the focus well, of Friday. Let's talk about how we met, first okay. things first. So, um, I'll tell you how I, when I, when I first thought, when I met Don, he'll kind of give you the, the, his story, but in the training room, um, just coming in, you know, and I always do this with the new, like, um, uh, trainers that come in, they're there for a semester, they're there for a season, Don was there for, I believe, an entire year, yep. Yep. and I was just like, okay, well, let's new person on the block what's up what's your name don moran you know oh where are you from where, what are you doing here um he had recently been at syracuse right you just came from syracuse no no i was where at going? central michigan you at central michigan and after my year at wayne state that's when it was okay to okay so he's he's got the syracuse thing that i'm i'm obsessed with because i love syracuse and there's a guy on our team Derek coleman his dad played at syracuse and legend like, at syracuse <laughs> legend at syracuse the first overall pick i think like 89 90 yep, yep. So I like instantly started talking about just um, where he came from and kind of how he you know uprooted. I think you're a hooper, play basketball. So obviously you know we weren't like the same sport, but just conversating and I I knew off bat I'm like this guy's smart. This guy like pays attention to detail. Like we had a good conversation, and you know how you meet somebody and the first time you talk to them you notice the eye contact. You don't really want to say anything about it, but you notice it, right? Like, you notice that eye to eye, or if he's looking you around, with you people, vibe man. with him. When right. I met Don, I vibe with him, man. I knew already from the jump he was going to be somebody I could, you know, come in the train room and talk to, you know, 
trusting yourself with a trainer is a big deal. So I think I gained that from like the first day. We we were just cool after that. He came in like the obviously the winter springtime. So through the summer and the fall season, you know, just just being somebody to talk to and just easy to talk to. Trainers are like, they're like your psychiatrist, your trainer, you're like your buddy, your friend, they're everything in one. And that's how I felt about that when I first met him and kind of through like the first couple of weeks and stuff. Appreciate that, man. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. For sure. So I'm, I'm away here. I did a little bit of uh, uh, research and yeah. just to talk about Deontay Nicholas a little bit, he's going into his sixth year at Wayne State University as a running back, scat back receiver. <laughs> My man does it all. I mean, talk about athletes that on the field make an impact on the game because he can pretty much do whatever he wants on offense. And I, when first watching you do that, I was like, man, I like watching this play. And then as I got to know you, that's when I said, I, I started to realize how much of an inspiration you are off the field as well. Um, from Lance Cruz North, Lance Cruz North high yeah, school. <laughs> he um, was born in Columbus, Ohio. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Real quick Shout question. Quick question. You, you Ohio state fan, yes, right? Sir. Born right. in Ohio state. So University. that is one thing we disagree on highly, <laughs> <One thing> highly. <laughs> um, he, uh, so this is a six year. You got your medical. Um, oh, yeah. You had an ankle injury, correct? It was a shoulder injury. Shoulder actually. injury. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. Oh yeah, you fractured it. Right? Scapular. Yeah. Scapular fracture. Mm-hmm. So glad you're able to get your six year. This is your second year as team captain. Oh yeah. Um, and you were also on the GLIAC All Academic Team. Congratulations oh, yeah. student, for that. Student athlete. <laughs> and uh, national nominee for the American Football Coaches Association Good Works Team. And I think that speaks. Uh, v- it speaks volumes of the things that you do and you provide not only for your teammates, the Wayne State Athletic Department, but for the community. Mm. And, and uh, you know, I know you're a very humble person. Yeah, and I, I like to think I am too, but I just want to give you, you know, all the accolades you deserve for that because that is a hell of a thing to do, especially at a young age. And like I said, you're very inspirational, and I'm glad that I can be – not only was I a athletic trainer, but I like to think that I was us as friends. Oh, and, yeah. and I love Definitely. that, that I'm able to have someone like you in my life to look up to. And, and shit, when you told me you were doing Focus <laughs> Up Friday, yeah. I was like, I'm going to listen to that. And, <laughs> I, I, and you knew I was going to listen right, to that. Right, for sure, dude. And I'm glad that we were able to kind of listen to each other's podcasts and kind of b- bounce ideas off each other. Oh, cause, yeah, because you started off the technically file. And you asked me for a few little yeah, insights. Yeah, I, I did. I, I hooked you up with a little, the, the, a little start, a little boost, little. and I was talking to Chan about it. I'm like, it's going to be dope, technically <laughs> file. Like, if you haven't listened to technically, technically file yet, you're doing yourself a disservice. Go ahead, get your sports fill, your sports knowledge, your sports comedy. Honestly, it's funny. It's more sports comedy <laughs> than anything. We say some stupid shit, but it, it's funny, and, and we do know our stuff, and as you say, like, I do pay attention quite a bit, and I've, mm. I've watched sports, honestly, since I was like three or four years old. And, and I, get, I remember some weird shit, yeah. as you know. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. You're getting the, and you're getting the perspective of an athletic trainer. Athletic trainers see the game differently. Like They see things that most people are blind to and don't even pay attention to because they're watching the game from a standpoint of, how is this one player reacting? How is this one player doing? Mm-hmm. You Most people watch the game as a fan. They're like, oh, that's sweet. That was a cool tackle. Oh, that was a really cool catch. Like... Athletic trainers have a different perspective. And yep. if you ever, if you're open-minded, by listening to this podcast, I already know you're open-minded. So just go ahead and tap into this open-mindedness of an athletic director kind of, or athletic trainer, and his boy Trav, who's who's super funny. I just, he's a, he, I don't even know him, but he's, <laughs> he's a clown. He's the man, he's the man. <laughs> so um, now I definitely just want to start to just talk about your story and really just share with my listeners, like, where you come from? Who, who helped you get to where you're at, man? Like... Just kind of um, the first question is really like, where are you from? Like, well, where, 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 I, uh, where did you grow up? I was at? born and raised in Southwest Detroit. A lot mm. of people don't know that about me. So I, I lived there for uh, first 15 years of my life. And I also, growing up, I played on the Dearborn Lions Blue, which mm. was an all Arabic slash Muslim <laughs> team. So one thing that I, I kind of can give credit to myself is I grew up in a very very immersed in culture, mm-hmm. whether it's black, Hispanic, you know, being from Southwest Detroit oh, yeah. or the Arabic culture. And I went to Sacred Heart Elementary School. <laughs> so I, 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 th- I think I have a good perspective on certain things, you know, not just culturally and race, but mm-hmm. I, I feel I'm, I, I can be very open into other people's perspectives and seeing different ways of life as well. And I think that has helped me throughout my career and just in life in general. Um, okay. so doing that Sacred Heart, uh, Dearborn Lions football, 
Growing up Southwest Detroit, I mean, sports my life, dude. Oh yeah, no, you know, definitely. And I'll, I'll I'll get into it, but my freshman year, when I was no longer playing basketball, when I was no longer playing sports, mm-hmm. I'll admit I, I kind of got depressed because oh, yeah. I, you know, it's a losing identity thing. Right, right. And, and you know, potentially next year. You know, it's your sixth year, correct? Mm-hmm. Fucking Perry Ellis of the Wayne State. You remember <laughs> Perry Ellis from Kansas? Yes, I will be there forever. That's you, man. Like, That's you. You're, guy still you're, here? you're the JT Barrett, the Perry Ellis, <laughs> They're like, whatever man, you want to call it's it. It's like, are my, you still here? And I'm just like, <laughs> My man's yes. been there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know the ins and outs, man. It's just, yeah, it is for sure. It is. So, like, you know, it, it's going to be different, you know, and, right. and enjoy that year, bro. Mm-hmm. That's That's my thing. Enjoy that last year. You know, fucking take it all in. Let let the guys underneath. I know you do this stuff, Ray. So I'm just kind of talking aloud, but mm. you know, I I kind of lost that person of who I am. Right. And and yeah, you know, I can play rec sports and all this stuff. Obviously, it's not the same with being a part of a team and practicing mm. every day and enjoying the camaraderie and, and you know that's your life. Right. That is your life, and you know you'll miss it. But like, obviously, you have a lot, a great future ahead of you <laughs> where you're gonna be able to overcome that. I had a very hard time overcoming that my right, freshman right. year. Well, let's dive in. Let's go ahead and dive into that. So, so let's go get the backstory. So you played in middle school, right? I played. I mean, I played All football, throughout. high football, basketball throughout since I was fifth, uh, five years old for basketball, eight years old for football, right? Up until my senior year. Okay. And then when I went to Central Michigan, yeah, I walked on at basketball for okay. a little bit, and they had me as like a practice player. Then it became like, oh, we don't have enough room on the team so essentially i got cut yeah but they're like yeah you can still help out and stuff as like a manager that's something i didn't want to do mm. and because i knew i was also going with like training and man did i feel like wow not good enough type mm. thing and that as an athlete as a competitor that's i real. mean you see me as a like trainer as competing right when i was an athlete I had a temper, like, I mean, I was a different person when I go and play sports. I really am. You can ask any of my friends. And, man, that really got me down. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once I, you know, got into athletic training and immersed myself in that role right. of how I can develop athletes and take my skills and my personable skills and help it into developing athletes, getting them to their goals, if they get injured and bringing them back to where they need to be or mm-hmm. better. Right. I've found that, and and there's also been up and ups and downs as I've progressed in my career. But let's 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 hop back. Let's not skip, ahead, let's, let's not skip the part of getting cut per se, and mm-hmm. then getting into the athletic training. Let's talk about what was that? What was that? What was that pitfall like? Let's talk about that valley. Let's talk about the people that kind of helped you up to the peaks and just figuring out steps to go. Let's not let's not really gloss over that. Let's yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. dig into how did you feel. For that next semester without being a part of the team, how did, how did that feel going home that summer, talking to friends and saying, "Oh, I'm well, not it was that anymore. fall, so mm. it was more so the winter okay. of, of them watching basketball, and then, quite frankly, going back to my high school and watching my friends play basketball for the high school that I played with, that I was a captain for, that we made it to the quarterfinals and played Lansing Sexton, you know, Denzel Valentine, Brent Forbes. Like, oh, we made wow. a run, bro. Right, right, right. We, I think I've told you that. Oh, yeah. I'm no, sure I, I'm I, sure I, I claim the fame you. in the, uh, the training room, but it's, <laughs> it's been refreshing my mind right now. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure, man. I always got to talk see. about Denzel <laughs> yeah. kicking our ass in the quarterfinal. That's my claim to fame. That is funny, man. Um, but, you know, like, I was always competing and stuff, and, and definitely just – it didn't. I was like, man, is this the rest of my life of not being a part of sports and stuff? Mm. And then, like, I was going into athletic training, and like, it sounded like something I wanted to do, but I didn't know much about it. And uh, you know, going through the program, and uh, a couple people, I mean, Doctor Shingles, who's the uh, program for program director for CMU, outstanding woman, like, mm-hmm. very inspirational, down to earth, personable, like amazing like she helped me out quite a bit Love my dad that. who is my role model like mm. i i want i wish i could be half the man he is oh yeah he's the type of thing um, you know my friends travis nick and austin have always been there for me my sisters and uh m- but you know the people around you can only do so much and you have to have a good support system oh, yeah. you no, have to realize that but we, I've heard you guys talk about this on Focus Up Friday with you know Deontay. I think uh, you've had Meech on. Yeah, Corey too. You have to have something inside you, mm-hmm. and you have to you have to be able to get your get yourself out of the dark place. Right. And I think I was able to do that through you know progressing towards a goal in my career, 
by you know starting to take care of my body in a different way mm-hmm. and starting to train train like how I want my athletes to train yeah quite frankly and um which looking back I don't have regrets about anything but man I I wish I took care of my body so much more when I was in high school yeah. you know what I'm saying but you know what you don't know you don't you know about you got to go through that to realize it you and, know what and I'm I'll be honest you know and that's something I feel I can make a huge impact with for younger athletes is be like hey I I've seen and I know what it's like to not be able to get to a certain level mm. and I know why it didn't happen. Right. Or, you know, sometimes it might be just skill at point. I yeah. mean, some people are just more blessed than others. But there are physical tools you should there are set yourself up to have. To, um, you know, I don't want to say hit your peak, but hit your, like, what, you know, maximize your potential. At that time. At the time. Yes. You know, and to get looks. Because, mm. you know, we all know that both, you know, basketball and football and a lot of sports have become political sadly business business like Mm. so you know getting looks if you're good though you're gonna get looks right you know that's just the way it is so it's not about what you it's not about the looks you get it's about what you do with those looks once you decide on a school how are you going to progress because they're not picking you for what you are now they're picking you because of what potential could become yeah you know exactly and 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 they see that in people and uh you know i think some people you know fail to see that at times they're like man why why this kid just get you know a Michigan offer? What what's he done in high school? Right. He may have not done much in high school, but you can see it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I was you know these guys these scouts and everything they've they've seen the game for years. They know what they're doing. Sometimes right. they do miss. Mm-hmm. Everybody's human. But, but I mean, uh, it's like everyone in life. You're not any job you have. You're gonna do good and you're gonna fail yeah, at some point. Yeah. So scouts are just on a I guess more of a seeing basis. You can see them yeah, yeah. mess up and see them do well, but. At the end of the day, if you're a person who does a nine to five job at McDonald's, you're gonna mess up at some point. And oh, if you're a doctor, you're gonna mess up at some point. It's just the varying um, levels of difficulty, really. Um, so let's just keep going with your story. So you went from you know getting yourself in the athletic training. So once you left the program and like came to Wayne State, and now you're in this kind of like internship, graduating. Yeah, yeah. Um, what am I doing next? You're helping out a divine child with their basketball yeah, team. Yeah, oh man. So you got was... all these things going on and you're such a transition in your life. What what helped you? What What did you go through in that time to kind of get to you know, it, get past it, it, it or you know, it's, learn it's, from it's that? It's weird because I feel like, I mean, it's a great thing, but I feel like in terms of mentally, I've progressed and I, I feel like I, I'm not going to say I haven't looked back and and thank the people that have gotten me there, but I feel like I've just progressed in the way that I take care of my mental health. To be honest, oh, yeah, with you. I think sure. it's so huge. I mean, I, I, I mean, I try, but I wake up every day and I meditate. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own ways of doing it. I, I meditate. I write in a book about things I want to accomplish. You know, things that people I want to connect with. You mm-hmm. know, your name was on my thing today because <laughs> yes, I was like, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do this podcast. Not gonna lie, when I got that original text saying you weren't gonna do it, yeah. I was disappointed. Yeah. But I wasn't gonna show it because right. I was like, oh, I wanted to do it tonight. <laughs> so I'm glad we got it going. Yes, sir. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, when I got to Wayne State, it was like a lot of things happening all at once because I started that internship, and I got to meet some great people. Mm-hmm. You know, not just the athletes, but Mike and Steve have been phenomenal yes, mentors absolutely. to me. I mean, Mike, my, I, I keep in contact with them and Andrew. And Aaron was great to work with. I mean, so many great people that I've you know been with in the last few years, and then once and then I started coaching at Divine Child while doing that, and that was just it was so fun. I was grinding, man. It yeah. was it was, but I was Run, grinding what I wanted to do. Right. You know? So it's not really like grinding. You just life. You just yeah. doing life. Sure, I was tired and because <laughs> yeah. I was working at Wayne State. And then I would go ahead, put my my uh, you know shirt and tie on, and go over to Catholic Central and play a game. You know what I'm saying? Right. I loved it though. <laughs> and we we had a good team. We actually one of our we have a couple of players who uh, one's at Northern Illinois playing football. Okay. One's at Fair State playing football. We have a kid. We have a quarterback at Michigan State. A quarterback at Velpo. And then we have one basketball player who's at. Um, uh, William and Mary. His okay. name's Quinn Blair. He's he's a good player. And then, so you guys are you guys are making athletes over there <laughs> for the last couple of years yeah. because the year that we we won our regional and advanced, mm. we didn't have any anybody like that. We had my friend Ryan Nadu, who's actually now the director of uh, player personnel for Virginia Tech. Wow! But he was he played at Kelvin for two years, 
you know, D3. Yeah, D3, yeah. And, yeah, then, he, uh, and then he was a manager at Michigan State. And then our other best player played was a student manager at LSU. I was a CMU athletic trainer. So we never... And then Randy <laughs> Kuzdak. You know Randy Kuzdak. That sounds really He familiar. was a Wayne State baseball player. Randy Kuzdak. He must have been... <sighs> he was a year... So he graduated in 2012 at Devon Child. So oh, okay, okay. were you 2013? 2014. So yeah, he so might he, have been... So he's two years older. But yeah, he yeah. was there when I was interning. Okay. So once that year kind of rolled up, I had an opportunity to get my master's degree paid for and to have two years of Division One ACC experience at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mike Chan went to Syracuse, so he helped me out oh, with yeah, that. Good plug. <laughs> yeah, big plug, big plug. And then I met Brad Pike, Troy Girl, amazing people that have been great mentors to me. Met some excellent athletes that I have similar relationships as I have with you because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I keep it real, man. Right. That's you all I do. I'm, I, I think I'm authentic and genuine with you guys, and I think you guys appreciate that. Yeah. At least. In my mind, or or you got some people who are like, "Geez, this guy's a little too much." Yeah, but I mean, that's 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 the thing about it. If I heard about this in church, if you're not being put up against, if you're not, someone's not saying, "Oh, that's wrong," or someone's not saying, "I agree with everything you're saying." Like, if someone's not, if you're not having anybody disagreeing with you, then you're not really standing for anything. That's you true. know, if you're not, if you're standing for something and you're on, you know, a point, yeah. like you have a belief and a value in something. And you're going towards it. People are going to oppose you. People are going to disagree with what you say. And unless you're just being kind of, you know, in the gray area, just hanging out, people are going to like you. And that's yeah. and that's when you know you need to switch it up and kind of put your foot down. That's funny things. you say that because I'll, I'll say when I first started athletic training, like when I was a student, I was kind of a gray area person where I just I didn't want to ruffle feathers, so I just kind of did what I had to do. Mm-hmm. But was, I mean, it's a confidence thing too. As I started to develop confidence. I realized the type of impact, you know, you can make on people just by being yourself and making people smile, you know, cracking a stupid joke and oh, making yeah. someone laugh. And, and and that that's, I get a lot out of that more mm. than anything. Um, but anyway, back to Syracuse. I mean, I worked with primarily with, shout out, Syracuse men's lacrosse, <laughs> Syracuse football and Syracuse rowing and worked with a bunch, you know, including basketball and other okay. sports, and it was great, but it was also, that was a grind, dude. Yeah. And I was away from my family for the first time, you know, two years out in a, a state that I, I don't know anybody. I'm in, yeah. in central New York. The central New York. Shit ton of snow. <laughs> um, and, and I definitely had some down, some down moments, but, mm. uh, you know, I came out of it, got my master's degree, got two years experience. Came it out out of that and was able to get an internship with uh, Michigan Lacrosse, Michigan Women's Lacrosse, mm-hmm. who they they actually got a game Friday. There's a little plug for them. <laughs> Friday, I think it's during the day, 3 p.m. against Central Michigan Chippewas, my yeah. alma mater. So, so go. I'm I'm go blue though for go, that game. Gotta gotta tap I, in, I, gotta I, watch. I'm I'm definitely uh, women's lacrosse, Michigan Women's Lacrosse. I got you. They were absolutely excellent to work with. Yeah. Great great student athletes. Great coaches, and then the Michigan staff has been awesome mm. as well. And actually, I forgot to mention this. So now I'm working as a contingent athletic trainer for Henry Ford. I was okay, telling yeah, you. Yeah, you did mention. I'm actually going to be working with uh, Michigan football for spring practice. Okay. Yeah, low, low that key. Boy it's, out yeah. there, a hardball. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I start mid March. Um, Till about May, so I'm pumped for that. Wow. When did that call happen? How did that transaction? That, so occur? I, I um, so when. I worked at South Campus in Michigan. Yeah, they got so many different dudes. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Let me tell you, the (laughs) camp, not just the campus, but the facilities. Yeah. It's amazing. Right. It's amazing. But, um, I can only imagine. So, you know, I've talked to the football trainers a little bit here and there, and, you know, obviously it was like, I'm interested. And they're like, okay, well, we'll see what we have going on. It didn't sound too good. Mm. I got a phone call saying, like, hey, one of our interns is leaving, you know, at the end of February. We're going to need some help for spring. What's your availability? Already. And I was like, well, I'm available. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'll help out. And then I talked to my Henry Ford supervisor, and she's like, yeah, absolutely do that. And mm. so I'm going to be helping out for about a month and a half, two months over at Michigan. And if you guys don't know, I'm sorry if we skipped over this, but Don Moran is a huge Michigan Wolverines fan. I'm pretty sure he's been that way since he was born. Oh, yeah. We don't talk about that much because I love Ohio State because I was born in Columbus, Ohio. But 
I don't want to gloss over the fact that this man is uber excited and about the technically people foul with. people know this. Technically foul, you already know. But I'm just bringing <laughs> over the focus up Friday. Fans yeah, yeah. really big, understand big what, time Michigan fans. What this so means to Don right it, now. It so. was uh, it, it was a blessing to work there, and and let me tell you something, dude. And and this is actually gonna. I have a question for you that's gonna kind of gloss over this. Mm. As the technically foul fans love our not so rapid fire questions. I'll be at the end though. Okay, um, sure. we'll do that. And then, but lacrosse, I I love that sport, and I wish I played it growing up. I mean, mm. I love baseball, but if I had an option between baseball and lacrosse in the yeah. spring, I would have played lacrosse. What is it? What is it about lacrosse that Bro, you enjoy? It is so similar. To basketball. Really? I swear to God. You said, there's pick and rolls. You got fast breaks. You have, like, the defense, the defensive slides or, you know, like, help help side. Mm. You have, like, hedges. Like, it's crazy how, yeah. obviously, it, you have to have st- uh, stick skills and the fields are different and you're shooting a new net. But mm. the the premise of the game is very basketball. I thought it was more like hockey. That's what people had told me. So, it, it's like a mixture of all because, like... You you know it's it's very it's physical oh, it's yeah, a physical yeah. sport, um, but in terms of the I mean you, you could say it's like hockey too but mm. but I've never put, really played hockey yeah, so, so I don't like... I don't know it as well <laughs> but when I was seeing out there when the first time I started watching and as I began watching mm. was uh, a lot of basketball type strategies um, I mean it's it's a huge field so it's like more so a soccer field than anything right, right, right. mixed with the strategies of basketball with the physicality of hockey mm-hmm. so I, it's a great sport man really yeah, no, great I, sport. I, I love it I, I actually like I like watching lacrosse I don't understand it that much mm-hmm. but as I've started to watch more I definitely can tell that it requires a lot of agility oh yes. a lot of a lot of um you know mental awareness because people are all over the place in their sticks so you got to like figure everything out mm-hmm. you can go behind the net which I feel like is very is very and advantageous then, for the offense. Yes, yes, <laughs> and then so like that's a you know you can use an offense you know certain ways and stuff. So it's really cool. It's yeah. a, it's great strategy. If you don't know anything about lacrosse, go ahead watch oh, some yeah. YouTube, tune tap in. in. The college lacrosse I know is very exciting. Yeah, I don't I love think that. major league lacrosse has major gotten league, that. No, that no, notice it's yet. interesting. The people, the guys that I know that are in major league lacrosse that I work with, mm. they have normal jobs. Yeah, and then they fly them out. To practice on Friday and then to play games on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. It's it's so unreal, but like, I mean, it's, it's cool, but it's not like a real professional yeah. league yet. But it's, I mean, they get paid. Oh yeah, no, yeah. no, most definitely. It's just the notoriety. Playing, yeah, you're still playing. Started up, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so then, yeah, so that's pretty much where I'm at right now. So let's just go back a little bit because I, I I didn't want people to miss the uh, struggles you endured. Yeah, 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 for sure. Syracuse. So you say you're away from home. So this is kind of a good, you know, part to get into really because a lot of people yeah. that listen to Focus on Friday are in transition or are in a time where they're like, this is what I want to do, but this isn't where I want to be. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't know. And I don't know fully who I am. Like, I, that- people talk to me about, you know, where they're at in life and what they're doing. They're trying to find themselves. And, you know, and it, you really don't understand what your purpose and passion is until you find out how somebody else did theirs. You, you know kind of like man? get ideas going. You're like, what am I doing? Who am I? Just let, let's just talk about what that time was like for you at Syracuse. That's, you, you know, you just kind of flashed my first year a little bit. When I first got there, this was after the Wayne State. Yeah. I had a lot of confidence. I had a lot of skills. But I didn't have that many skills. Yeah. I came in there guns blazing. Like, I want to do a great job. I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to have great grades with doing my master's thing. Mm-hmm. By November, I was burning out already. Yeah. I was mentally burning out. And the one thing that helped me as as I progressed was putting my ego in check. Mm-hmm. I got I came in there thinking I was gonna do a fantastic job and 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 you know be the man like do do it and, and I'm gonna be the go to guy for my boss. I was gonna do whatever I can mm-hmm. and that's just who I am. I want to do great things. You right. know. Then I I I collected the, during the summer between my first and second year there. And I kind of was struggling with classes because I really, some of the classes weren't, it was for exercise science. Okay. I wasn't that interested in, and I struggled a little bit, and I was on the edge of not passing, not not passing, but you had to have a 3.0 yeah, that's to, how most to keep, your, to keep your, your scholarship. Right. And I was struggling. I was on the border, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm never like that. But I just find myself, found myself not caring because I wanted to focus so much on the athletic training aspect. And being great at my job. Mm-hmm. 
And then I realized, and, and there were still times where I felt like I was getting kind of yelled at or like wasn't doing a good job. And that would get to me, man. Mm-hmm. That would get to me. Right. And then I finally started kind of putting my ego in check and being like, you know what? I'm 24, 25 years old. I don't have nearly as much experience as they do. Mm-hmm. I was like, stop acting like you need to be great right now and just learn from people. Right. And if you fuck up. You have to learning experience. Right. And as I started to develop that mentality, granted, I, I still didn't like to mess up. Yeah. But if I fucked up, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that again. Or I'll find another way to do it. Yeah. And, and my mentors there, Brad Pike and, and Troy Girl and Tim Pike, who I ended up working football with, mm. not related, by the way. <laughs> um, that, you know, they helped me kind of see things in perspective. And mm. uh, I, I think that has helped all the way. And if, you know, if I don't know something, I used to... I didn't want to admit it, but now right. it's like if I don't know, like I'm gonna figure it out. Gain by, knowledge by gaining knowledge. Right. And, and man, if you let go of an ego of whatever you're doing, I feel that makes it just takes so much pressure off you, mm-hmm. and it makes you just absorb so much and become so much better. Because once I started doing that, I felt like I was learning so much, and I was just, I felt better. Like I felt like I wasn't as pressured. I ended up. Graduating, right? Getting my master's. That. Shout out, my boy. Hey, thank you, man. Two so, degrees. <laughs> yeah, so feels good, and yeah. and then I I continue that at Michigan, where you know I know I know I was good, and I was getting better and better, mm. but I'm still listening, listening to people who have more experience, listening to people who had less experience, but are seeing things in different perspectives, right? And and that has helped a lot. And I and I and I really can relate to that. And I'm gonna go ahead and you know my my listeners know I'm very spiritual, biblical person, but what you're saying is really something that I've read in the Bible before, like, the smartest thing you can do is gain knowledge. The wisest thing you can do is gain wisdom. You can, the smartest thing you can do if you're a fool, if you're dumb, if you don't know something, gain knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And you're not, you're never a master of anything. You're always learning. Life is just a skill. Hold up. Let me just pause this real quick. All right, we got some cutting it real quick. All right, we back on. Yeah, my boy Shane Holler just popped in. Go ahead, shout out to him. Um, two-time state champion? Right? Two-time state champion, I thought, yes, sir. Starting wide receiver. A little, little Clarkson football yeah, action Go ahead, there. go ahead. Good plug, good plug. You know, hey, I'm big, big uh, Michigan high school football guy. Oh, yeah, Love so you know high school the football. legacy. Yeah. You know the Bro, DJ Zazula. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, um, so I was working at UD Jesuit Orchard Lake St. Mary's basketball game yesterday. Oh, okay. And I'm just a little quick sports plug that just came through my mind in terms of how the game's progressing. These kids are good, dude. Basketball? Yeah, basketball's progressed. Like, point guard number one, was he really good? For Julian Dozier? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was great. He was great. (laughs) UD ultimately won. I think they just had a better all-around team. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not good with names, but number zero on UD Jesuit. He took over. Like, he, yeah. he was outstanding. He's like a thicker kid, about 6'2", six 6'3". Six he could jump out of the damn gym, though, bro. Just made I think that's that's what it... I think... I don't want to say they're more skilled. Because, like, skill-wise, it's probably the same. Mm-hmm. They're a little more athletic. Yeah. But I will say, and this is me probably being an old head, <laughs> there are some lacking fundamentals in the game a yeah. little bit. But it's... You know, that's just how it is. They They'll just get, make up for it now. It's yeah, more yeah. Three the athleticism <laughs> and the shooting... But yeah, some of the fundamentals like they they had some sloppy passing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. yeah, that was just my little sports play. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Go ahead. What were we talking about? Um, we were definitely on the subject of how you um just overcame your struggles when your time at Syracuse, and yeah, I think yeah. something that people really need to um understand is the smartest thing you can do is gain wisdom. The smartest thing you can do is lower yourself down, humble yourself. Yeah. Except that you don't know everything because no one does. You'll never know everything. You'll never know everything. I my quote for the year now is don't chase perfection. I know you like this tweet. Don't chase perfection. You won't get there anyway. I did. Stop trying yeah. to be perfect. You'll never be perfect. People say, Oh, once it's done perfectly. Oh, be perfect. I'll have, Parents I, say be perfect. I still have that issue. I still yeah. have that issue. And it's real for everybody and I struggle with it too. But my thing is you won't get there anyway. Stop. Just do your best. Do Learn from people. Learn and continue to grow. Because if you continue to grow, that's attainable. I'm going to grow. I'm going to learn something new every day. I'm going to learn a new word every day. There are so many words in the world. If you learn a new word every day, you probably wouldn't even fill them up in your time on earth. You wouldn't even be close. So yeah. you can stop putting perfection on a pedestal and take it off. Put something else up there. Put something else you can grab and it'll be there every single day. Excellence. 
uh, integrity, respect, responsibility, showing up on time. These things are you can do it every day and it'll be there. You're trying to make me run through a wall right now. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to make sure everybody knows that perfection is not attainable. Stop chasing it. You may get perfection, boom, one or two times and be like, oh, I love that feeling. It's a trick of the enemy, man. You got to realize that. Chasing it, man. You won't you can't chase you, it. You, you're chasing perfection. There's people today, and I love this quote I read in the book. Shout out John Maxwell. There are so many people in today sitting at a bus stop waiting for perfection to come. Waiting for the bus call perfection to show up at that bus stop. And there are sad people every day waiting there showing up. Because they're not up. moving. Because you're not moving. And in life and everything that goes on, there's no such thing as stagnation. You're either going down or you're going up. And over time, it looks the same for a while, but eventually, five months, six months later, you, you, the results will come. The compound effect will show up. It can be negative or positive. But like just your story itself right now, you humbling yourself, you putting your ego down, has slowly developed into what you are now helping out at Michigan uh, Spring dude. Football. Big and it's time. like you would have not had that if you did not humble yourself. And there's incredible stories of everybody who's done great things in the world. And you don't really know how great they are until you realize that their story starts with, I struggled, I had a big ego, I thought I was great, yeah, and I fucked up. And I fell back, and I learned, and now I'm here. You have to go through struggles. You have to mess up. Failure and success, you've been lied to if you thought failure and success are two different things. Failure and success are one and the same. Failure precedes success. You will not get to success unless you fail. It's like the Michael Jordan quote. He is the greatest player because he missed all those shots. Because mm-hmm. he said, all right, I missed that one. Okay. But how did I miss it? All right, cool. And there's a lot of times people say, I'm going to keep trying and trying and trying and trying. No, no, no. Stop knocking yourself on the wall. Try. Think about what you just did. Recalculate. Try again. There's got to be parentheses when people say, try, try again. Because yeah. you got to stop. Think about some stuff. Try, try again. You know what I'm saying? So it's more of like a... There's, there's, it's deeper once you start to really get into it. But some people don't want to get to that deeper level, and you're shorting yourself. You're missing your potential. Your purpose on earth it requires you to go deeper into yourself. And to Don's credit, he's definitely going deeper in his life. And just knowing him from the time we spent in Wayne State to now, like obviously, you know, there's so many things that go on in life. And you got to catch them. You know what I'm saying? And those sure, things brother. are gonna come sure. to your life or whatever. And and. People like to say positive attitude is just being happy all the time. No, positive attitude is basically your ammo. Because the war is coming every day. You're going to face trials and tribulations every single day, regardless of the fact that if you wake up smiling or sad. So why not wake up happy? Why not wake up with a positive attitude if you know something bad is going to happen? Stop lying to yourself thinking you're going to have a great day if you smile all day. No, stop lying to yourself saying if I'm sad all day, then maybe something good will come. You're going to wake up and face a struggle at some point in that day. Why not face it with a smile? It's how, I mean, I went to a Michigan State football camp my senior year. And the head strength and conditioning coach, his name is Ken Manny. Mm. And me and my friend, we kind of like, I don't want to say we mockingly would always say the things he said. But one thing he said would always stick with me. And I, and I, and I take it to heart now. Mm. And he said, you can't choose... You can't choose your circumstances, but you can choose your attitude. Oh yeah. Doesn't you know? It's take. You want to accept these challenges. Any challenge in life. I mean, yeah, it sucks. You don't want to do something. You don't want to wake up at five a.m. to go to your five thirty conditioning. No. I'm sure a lot of your teammates <laughs> don't want to do that. But guess what? There's teams that aren't doing that. Right. There's teams that are doing that. Mm. What team do you guys want to be? What? player do you want to be do you want to be the player that just shows up and does it or are you going to wake up and be like i'm going to fucking kill this conditioning i'm going to kill this weightlifting i'm going to pr today mm. and you know what and that's how you got to take it every day and just generally in life and not trying to be a motivational speaker but thinking that way and starting my day with a routine and mm. i'm sure you have some sort of routine oh, yeah, of how you start routine. your day oh, yeah. it kind of primes you and gets you ready right um also Totally don't know how I forgot to mention this. Congratulations on your baptism. Oh, thank you, I saw you, that man. video. Hey, I, I, appreciate that. Is that. Awesome, man. I totally I forgot to mention that. that. Yeah, no, man. It was, uh, it was a moment. It was refreshing. I, I it's can, uh, yeah. But all I see it as is a discipline. It's just steps getting to what I'm trying to get to. You know what I mean? Like, I woke up that day and said, you know what? <sighs> maybe I don't want to do it. You know, maybe, I, maybe I'm scared. Maybe I'm just trying to run from something. Maybe I'm just trying to do this because it's, I've seen my friends do it. No, man. I woke up and said to myself, hey, look, Deontay, man, you need to keep growing and getting closer to God. You were close yesterday. You did good yesterday. You did good last week. 
keep going. That's a good. That's a good. Hey, just keep going. Right. And I, I read this book too, and it said, "Show up and do the work." No one praises you, show up, do the work. Someone praises you, show up, do the work. No one notices it, show up, do the work. Everybody notices it, show up, do the work. The equalizer is just show up and do the work, man. Like, if you're really pursuing your passion, if you're really having a good time with your life and you understand who you are, you're going to show up and do the work regardless. Yeah. If no one listens to this podcast, I wouldn't care because this is what I want to do. It's fun. I want to it's talk fun. to my boy Don and spread the word of the <laughs> knowledge. To, I know somebody's out there listening. Like I know somebody oh, yeah, is, sure. is going to sure. take in some knowledge and learn from this. But I don't do it for the satisfaction of myself. I do this because I just love spreading the word to other people. And you do an excellent job of that, man. I appreciate you that. You really do. I really appreciate that. And I'm just, I'm excited to share this experience with you. Oh, that's just fun, dude. Just rubbing off on you in the technically foul podcast <laughs> and just, I'm so excited for these questions that I'm probably going to get wrong. Well, but, let's, <laughs> let's get after these, huh? Yeah, let's, 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 let's mix it that. up. So, sure. all right, most of them are sports related, but, uh, you know, a couple of them are Detroit related. So I got eight questions for you. Mm. Question number one, what's your favorite moment playing and Wayne State football. Mm, Wayne State football, 2016 against Finley. We were tied. I think we were down by like... Home or away? It was away at Finley. Mm-hmm. They shared a high school with Finley High School, so it was kind of like a small field. All the fans were like literally like... We're standing here. The bleach was like right there. So like it's, oh, it's you, a packed you, house. You feel everything. I'm feeling everything. Everyone's talking. We're down by like I think four or seven in like the third quarter midway. Um, people are... People are... Our team's starting to doubt. People on our team's like... Game's kind of tight. You got you got to pick them up. You feel me? I'm like, man, like I'm like, so just just give you a little context to it. I'm a thirsting running back. I literally have Romello Brown. Just a who's quick like a, story. This is why we call it not so rapid because this is how the stories yeah. end up happening. <laughs> not so rapid at all. Um, Romello Brown, like one of the third all time rusher in Wayne State history. Yeah. Demetrius Stenson. Beach dog. Super dog. Um, and then there's me. So we have this package where it's all three of us in the game at one time. I love when all three of you guys are in the game. Just throwing that <laughs> we out. We were all three in the game at one time. And then coach calls me. And I'm like, okay, we're in like the. 14-yard line, like, opposite. I'm like, okay. Uh, if I get this ball, I'm just going to, you know, kind of follow my blocks, make sure I know what I'm doing. I'm looking for R. Kelly to pull, and I'm going to just cut off him. He pulls and clobbers this dude. I run. I see nobody. I'm oh. literally just going down the field. And as I'm running, up, huh? somebody just clips my leg. I'm like, I'm not going down. I literally went to that, like, beast mode in my mind where I was like, nobody is stopping me from getting that end zone. So, dude, clips my leg. I'm literally falling over like this. I just gained some weird core strength. I just pulled myself back up. Just take off for 86 Dang. yards. And we went 86? Up, we went up for 86. Man. Then we went up by, like, three. Then we went up win the game by, like, I think two touchdowns. So <sighs> That, when you when you hit that end zone, man, <laughs> yeah. what did that feel like? Oh, How man. good did that I feel? I was literally just, like, it's like running through a brick wall. You were talking earlier. I'm literally just, like, so just... Tense, just running, then boom, just literally just running like a finish line, and then man. I bet, Reese, and then Reese come Roberson. in and look, look in your teammates in the eyes, and when and you happen, they knew, to, and they knew, they knew, and I'm sure the attitudes adjusted. That must have made, felt you made oh. you feel like Superman. Yeah, Darius Roberson met me in the end zone, one of the fastest dudes in the world. Um, he just chest bumped me. I saw Nate Thieker. Oh, oh yeah, man. I, I was those like, guys. this dude just looked at me and said, "You are the man." I said, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> that's awesome. So it was bro. A, it was a moment, that's and not so right. rapping at all. But that's, a that's all right, bro. So, speaking of which, superheroes. What's your who's your favorite superhero? Favorite superhero, Captain America. All right, oh, man. There's all nobody right. like all Cap. Right. Uh, watched the first Avenger a couple years ago. Yeah. Love the story. Love American-made heroes. <laughs> like, I, just, I can't get over how I'm he a was... big Marvel junkie, oh, by thank the way. You. I just so you know. That. I appreciate hey, that. Uh, was it April 27th, I believe? Is that the day for the uh... endgame? I'm, I'm going to watch that shit. They said it's going to be three hours, bro. I'm locked. <laughs> I'm going to go to the premiere, bro. I'm strapped in. I've I... never actually been to a premiere. Oh, bro. I went this one. The, you the, did? The last you went one to Infinity War? Yes. Infinity nice. War. I was Thursday night. I was in there. I told my girl we're going to this movie. Hell yeah! She said I'm, I'm, I was like we're going. To I don't. This I movie. think it's 27th. I could be wrong. I'm going to the premiere, dude. When I, when I forgot that date, we gonna have to go. Cause if which one, which theater do you go to? Um, I usually go to Imagine Canton. Okay, okay. I usually go to Imagine Rant Royal Oak, but I could switch it up. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I could switch it up. Royal I've never Oak? been to that yeah, one. That yeah. one's pretty nice. Man. Right. I mean, they're all the same, but like yeah, it's, yeah. it's a cool little spot too. Um, Royal Oak, go to the movies, hit the bars yeah, out there, man. Yeah, they got all that. It's just a nice little. You feel me? Everything's all yeah. Right no, there. Royal looks nice. Yeah, so we definitely get all right. So cat, I like that. I like so yeah. so mine. Growing up and even in the comics, always been Spider Man. Okay, okay. I like the, Peter Parker, the OG. OG man. <laughs> I like the. Um, he, I think his story not so much in the MCU version. 
It's a very like uh, human. There's a lot of human to it. Mm. Now he's not just a superhero. I mean, he goes through some shit too, especially in the comics. Oh yeah, for sure. For the MCU. I like Spider-Man. I also like Iron Man quite okay, a bit. Okay, okay. Gotta love some Iron Man. I'm not the biggest fan of Iron Man because he's just wearing a suit. But that's just me. That's okay. my thought process. You like Thor? You like Thor? Love Thor. God, he, man. Yeah, you know he's from like, another planet, you know? Yeah, even though, man. I don't know. It's just the way he interacts with I like. Guys. I like Thor, He's too. like a god. Among, he's just a god amongst you, but he's just chilling. Yeah, you know, yeah, he doesn't yeah. really rub it over your head. He does, but he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all right, all right. Moment. Ooh, here we go. Shit, I forgot about these questions. Okay, I'm okay. Who's your favorite? NFL running back of all time. Favorite NFL running back of all time. Gotta be. Oh, man, that's such a tough one, man. There's so many great running backs. Um, I would have to say the one I've watched in my life and the one I've actually seen play, LaDainian Townsend. Yes. Dog. Love it. Love he was, it. like, literally hey, my whole hey, life. the touchdown. Yes. Boom. When I was in seventh grade to, like, my – Junior year of high school, I did that touchdown celebration every single time. Love it, man. And my senior year, I started to, you know, feel myself. I was like, I'm going to make him own. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was definitely my just motivation. And um, you know what? You kind of play like him a little bit because he, he was kind of do it all back, too. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, he became the fucking 27 touchdown guy, you oh, know, yeah. but he like, was, he, he, was, he did it all. He man. did it. He was, that's why I kind of, when I talk about my game, I was, I'm not, I'm not as big as, he wasn't that big either. So. He wasn't that big, bro. He's like a 200, nah. like maybe 205. You sure? He's but yeah, he was a receiver and he caught and he was a great teammate and leader. And I just built, I just molded myself, try to be like that ever since I watched You, you wear play. the visor, bro? Oh, I, I wore it all throughout high school. <laughs> like I said, my senior year and like. Freshman year of college, I was like, I feel myself. I had to switch. I had to be a little different than him, but I, I always, like, I always base my game on how he played when I watched. Uh, he him was amazing, years. dude. I, I'll tell you what. He, there's only been a few retirement press conferences that I've cried at with mm-hmm. Dane and Thompson. I cried. I teared up, man. Man, yeah. I, I just, I've always been just happy to watch him. And every time oh, he yeah. talks, I'm just like, I, do I want to be something of that version, right? Yeah, there. for yeah. sure, bro. For sure. Um, piggyback off that question. Favorite NFL running back right now? Favorite NFL running back right now? Man. Every running back, every team has like two running backs. So it's so hard it is to different think now. about it. It is, it is different now. Definitely tough. Um, Favorite NFL running back right now? Just just being honest because like um, the way he plays, I really am a fan of. I would mm-hmm. say Christian McCaffrey from the Panthers. Okay. I like that. His style of play is just so smooth. Running and, and physical. receiving. Physical, physical, fast. Just... And he's not like he. I, I like the way he runs because I, I just that's the way I would kind of run. Yeah. One cut, go. No dancing. I mean, he can shake people, but he's not thinking like, oh, let me just run around the entire field. He's cutting and he's getting vertical. And I just I appreciate the man that can play it. Though. Yeah, you know he played. And he's great. Mm-hmm. I like him. Uh, I like Zeke. I like oh, Ezekiel. Yeah. yeah, I love the way he runs the ball. He's Dog. just a downhill runner, one cut guy yeah, as well. Most definitely. I do like Le'Veon, even though we haven't we haven't been able to see him this year. Yeah, um, was a, was I do like year. his different. I mean, what he does it's is different. different from what you're taught. You're right. never told to sit and wait for the hole. You hit the hole. Right. And he's. I think he's changed the game a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, definitely. there's some great backs to watch out there. Um, something we I was talking about earlier, a sport you didn't play growing up but wish you did. The only sport I wish I played growing up was baseball. I just feel like watching baseball. I'm like that. Just seems like a cool. I feel like sport you could have been good at baseball. You just got a nice some, little got, center fielder, hand eye coordination. You got the speed. And the I got. I always play with my friends. We play like pickup baseball yeah. in our like backyard, or like we have like our middle school is like literally across the street from one of my friends' house. So we'd always go up there and play. And I'm like, man, like this sport isn't. It's not crazy hard. It's kind of just repetition. If you just play it every day, you'll probably get really good at it. And I just really wish I would have played baseball. Mental, but. mental game. Very, right very mental game. Because yeah. if you hit one for three, you're really good. And I would, I would be crying after a while if I was a young kid playing right. baseball. Striking like, out and shit. You're like, what am you're, I doing? You're going to have your 0 for 5 games. Right. You know? That's what creates a, a nice average over a season. But Miguel it's like, Cabrera making $300 million in 10 years goes 0 for 5. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like he's not sweating it, though. No, like, I mean, <laughs> hell no. He ain't, yeah. <laughs> he's having a good time. And I'm yeah. just like, I really wish I would have... Step foot into the atmosphere, but it's all good. <laughs> all right, so number six, biggest challenge as a student athlete. Biggest challenge as a student athlete is definitely not being around my mom and my family. Hmm. Um, support system is a, means a lot to me. Um, definitely growing up, and the reason I chose Wayne State is because my family lives in this area, so I've always been like a kind of mama's boy. So when my mom she moved to Ohio, actually the year 
a year after I uh, came to Wayne State, so she was not close to me mm-hmm. physically. Where at in Ohio? She moved back to Columbus. Okay, right. So that's like five the, five hours away. Yeah, three like three and a half actually, oh, okay. a little closer than that. But still, not, still distance. Can't, can't just make a drive. Yeah. Right, can't just do that. And then going into this past year, she moved to Arizona actually, so now she's even further away from me. And it's just that was just the hardest part because. My dad, my, my, my dad lives in Detroit actually, but you know we're we're on different bases than my and my mom are. Gotcha, gotcha. So I was like, you always just like went down being a red shirt, you know, not playing. Like I'm like, what do, what do I talk to? Like what am I gonna do? Yeah. It was kind of like a a struggle to kind of find myself because I'm like my mom always kind of helped me figure out who I was. So now it was like me trying to figure out coming who in I your was. own like on some real shit. All right, just trying to figure out what was my lane. Who was Deontay? I was always Sicily's son. I was always Deontay, son of Sicily, you know. So it's like, who is Deontay? So that was, that was kind of my hardest. And I mean, a lot of people probably could, you know, relate to that. But for me personally, that's the hardest thing. That's good. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, got two more. These are non sports related. Okay. And then I'm going to add mm-hmm. in another one that I just thought it's kind okay. of not so rapid. I love that. Okay. Um, American Coney Island or Lafayette Coney Island? Man, you got to go with the Lafayette, bro. Damn, maybe I'm in the fucking wrong. <laughs> I, I'm not, let me rephrase that. I'm in the right. Everyone else is in the wrong. I think it's American, bro. Bro, American. You the, the Lafayette joint, you walking straight through. There's nothing else in there. You getting into Coney. <laughs> you can't even pay with credit cards in there, bro. It's the classic That's OG why people spot. like it. Because, but here's the thing. People say it's a classic OG spot. American yeah. was first. <sighs> I've been trying to tell people Hey, that. I know. I, okay, I appreciate that fact. But it's something about the Lafayette, the pictures of a classic. Because people like legends. People like those guys yelling at them and shit when they don't order fast enough. they like that. You feel like you're almost in New York, man. Yeah, yeah. Nice little little spot in the. I mean, American is just slower. It's cool. It got good food. I've been there a few times too, but I'm I'm laughing. All right, all right. (laughs) Travis gonna love that. Travis gonna love that. Everyone's gonna love that. I'm bringing Travis on my show. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of the few people that say American. Okay, but you hold it down for the American. Hell yeah, I love it. You eat your coney with everything, right? Right. Oh yeah, no, I'll go ahead. I usually I I really don't like onions, but I've appreciated how they taste in the the combo. Because the first time you have you like I'm I'm gonna go ahead and get the whole thing. You feel me? Just to see, because you know you don't want to just disrespect. The Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to just walk in like take everything so, off. Can I uh, not have the onions? I right, was looking right. at you. Like, okay, so I tried the first time. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was pretty good. That's I don't, I don't eat onions on a lot of other things, but go ahead, put all, address all right. it up on the uh, right. Coney. Go to Detroit restaurant. <laughs> go to Sweetwater Tavern. <laughs> You feel me right Get there? Get the wings, boy. Whoa, you already whoa, know. Whoa. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you about to go tonight. I'm actually, I'm actually going Friday night. I just went this past weekend. I don't play like Sweetwater Tap. What uh, what flavor wings? Um, the, all they got is a Sweetwater wings. Oh, that's true. Literally, that's you come true. in and it's literally just Sweetwater like style wings. It's like a little mild. But sweet, ah, I can't even explain it, man. They drip it on They're there. They're good. They're great. Yeah, I get the, like the barbecue rib tips on there, a little barbecue sauce on that. I don't watch you get straight wings and nice little appetizer. But my mom, when I brought her down to Detroit, first couple time I brought her there. My girlfriend, when she first met my mom, she we were at Sweetwater. Um, done business deals at Sweetwater. Talked about God at Sweetwater. <laughs> Take Ellie on dates. There. I took her parents there one time. Like I've been to Sweetwater for a multiple occasions, and it's, it's been a go-to a man. It's that, that's why. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Most definitely. What was that last question? Are you last question? I just thought of. It's not really uh sports or anything. It's more so for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're on your sixth year. You're you're uh, getting your master's, I presume. Oh yes. And I what am. um what sports admin management. That's Call you. me AD Deontay. That's you, man. That's you. So my question is, I know you have a year, and but do you have any plans for post Wayne State? What's your what's your? Uh... Um, I've explored two options at this point. Okay. Um, I really want to get into the sports uh, administration role and get into that as soon as possible. So you know, with me having a um, a network, a connection at a, of an AD at Hamtramck, and I, I got a bunch of AD connections just because working with NCAA, SAC, I've met a lot of athletic directors and presidents, right. so that open that is a very open-ended situation right there, and I'm really um, excited about that, or um, I am trying to uh, continue my education. I actually would want to get a, a doctorate degree awesome. in, like, psychology or their specific sports psychology yeah that'd be awesome just man. the way the mind works and you know I, I i get it from like a spiritual standpoint i get it from like a a mindset but they learn the science and just show like 
younger African American kids that like you don't have to go to the NBA, you don't have to go to the NFL, you don't have to go to a lot of options. You know, you don't have to be with everyone society wants you. You can be anything you want, and becoming a doctor or becoming, you know, uh, an athletic director is an option. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's impacting the youth really. That's amazing, man. I could see you being an athletic counselor, like for <laughs> like so at Michigan they had these people that were part of this athletic counseling team where mm-hmm. you know you have your athletic trainers, your physicians, your nutritionists. Diet, they have a bunch of shit. I'm telling you, they have yeah. all this stuff. For sure. And they also have athletic counseling team where if any of our student athletes needed to, to talk about things or discuss you know, any events that's happening in their lives mm-hmm. or just talk about what they want to do and, and just get you know help with their mental health as we've discussed right. many times. I could see you in that role, to be honest that would be with a, you. That would be a grateful experience. I could, honestly, I could see man. you doing that and helping out the student athlete. You, you are a student athlete. You've been through it. Mm. I could see you doing that. Um, you might have to tell them about you. Right I, fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> hey, just be like, hey, here's our podcast, yeah. episode 19. <laughs> tell me what Check you think. Check it out. Yeah, they um, but they I was also going to say, I, I have some ideas for myself okay. down the road. Yeah, like, I, want, I, wanna, I mean, go ahead. Uh, table's turn, man. Well, you go ahead. Because I, I, I would like you to get involved with something I have an idea okay, let's with. Put it, let's put it on uh, the table. So... You know, I'm going to continue my athletic training career and gain as much knowledge and skills and, you know, contacts and everything. But what I really want to do in the Metro Detroit area is I want to have camp. I want to hold camps and I want to have a like fitness, athletic training and sports performance center. Mm. Not really sure about it. Like we have me and my friend Travis have ideas of what we want to do. Mm-hmm. We we have it down in paper. I don't want to go into it too much. Okay, okay. But when I hold these camps and I have these, you know, football camps, athletic training, you know, sports medicine uh, services or fitness training for people, mm-hmm. especially in the Metro Detroit area to help with younger kids or even adults. Right. I would like to ha- hold camps where I had athletes that I've worked with who could help out with these camps. And I think you would be an amazing inspiration to the Metro Detroit area for kids, anybody. And if I get something like this rolling, man, I'd love to have you help me out. Count me in, man. I, Fuck yeah. I've man. already I, even, I've already uh, expressed my interest with my brother. Just, we just general talks. Just I, I want to like, hold camps. I think that'd be awesome to do because I know how much these smaller camps you know, you didn't realize when you were a kid, but looking up in these moments of learning and the camaraderie as we've talked about, oh, yeah, that, that means so much. So much. And, and think about a kid that, you know, might not have the best home life. Mm-hmm. And that's what saddens me sometimes because I've seen it. You know, thankfully, I grew up where, you know, my mom and dad were able to provide for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went to a Catholic school for high school. Mm-hmm. And,. You know, they've done so much for me. But imagine those kids, that they don't have that right. and stuff. And obviously, you, you want to help them out. And that's oh. what it's all about. Oh, I have a little... Garvin, what's Ooh, up, baby? What's up, fellas? So just, just, just tapping in, my boy Randy Garvin just walked Randy in. Randy Garvin, love that guy. The OG, the OG <laughs> Randy Garvin. Um, so just going back into really, like... So what is your purpose? Why would you want to do something like this? Just to kind of, like... Just kind of reiterate general idea, like for everyone to kind of take home and after listen for to this, this podcast. For this, do you have a name for it or the camp? Not yet. Okay, okay. Not we're even, not even. Not even. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're. I mean, I like I said, I I want to stick around in the athletics for quite some time. You okay. know what I'm saying? So this is down the road. Mm. But if this is something I can do while working in athletics, man, that'd be amazing. I mean, if I, I mean, I, obviously. I'm I'm open to moving like I've you know I'm open to going other places mm. and working somewhere else and gaining new knowledge, gaining new experiences and skills. But if I could stick around in the Detroit area mm. and have these camps and stuff, that'd be big. That'd be awesome, man. So we gonna go ahead and um, tip our hat to my boy Don over here, man. Always looking out for the next generation coming, man. Go ahead and you know finding things better than he you know, was given, you know, obviously growing up in Southwest Detroit, obviously, you know, seeing all the things that have happened, you know, some good things have happened, obviously, but you can keep expanding on that and making it great. So, um, just, it was a pleasure to be here with you tonight, obviously coming in and just having this conversation really was just impactful. I don't even know what I'm going to call this podcast. I have like all my names, like for a little different thing. This I'm might a... just be the story of Don Moran. No, 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 please <laughs> don't do that. Uh, my, mine's just going to be Technical File, episode 19. Focus up Friday, mashup with Deontay Nichols. Oh, yeah. I like that. Nice little ring to it. Yeah. So uh, we'll definitely have something like this again in the future. 
Hopefully Travis can join yeah, us too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely get, get gotta, some. Gotta get the uh, music going at the end, man. Oh, yeah, that's the classic. For uh, us to sign off. For that's our sign quick. off. Hold on. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, man. Go do ahead. the honors. Do the honors. For sure. We'll see you again. We'll have to turn up a little bit. Another Where's Friday. It? I don't know how often you... you what do you do? A <laughs> Friday, any I don't day know. of the week. <laughs> Basically, whenever we have time. Yeah, for sure. But no, no this is this was great, man. Thank you. Uh, most definitely. So uh, if y'all go ahead and just enjoy the rest of your week, whatever you do, wake up with a purpose and a passion. Tell somebody you love them, man. Just enjoy life, really. That's all I got to say. All right, man. Well, and uh, signing off, Technically File, episode 19. Appreciate it. Focus up Fridays. Let's do this again, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it.